Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Cop Podcast, episode 74, season 12. Today I'm joined by Felonius Phil. How you doing, boy? Good, good. Good. And uh, John Bass, um, your wife, texted me the other mm. night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, is, this, apparently, is this becoming a regular occurrence? No, 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 no. Very, very rarely. Very rarely. But when she does, she does, she does bring gold, I've got to say. Mm, oh, yeah. Always. Right. So she said that you guys looked up the, the meaning of the name Bass surname bass mm. what does it well, mean the the, or, the origin of the name etymology it yeah it, it started as a um as a phrase for someone who and i quote is thick set <laughs> and then in brackets it says fat <laughs> <laughs> and honestly <laughs> she is not she must have messaged about 400 people <laughs> the weekend just going Guess what? We've done this. Look yeah. what it says. I'm like, for fuck's sake. It was. I mean, it's not. So, yeah. It's not fair because there are basses out there that aren't El Gigante. And but by the way, let's, I just want to clear this up again. John isn't isn't like when I call him El Gigante, it's just because he's not, he's just a massive man. It's not that he's massively overweight or obese or anything. That's not what I'm saying. All right, people keep thinking I'm fat shaming you. That John, that is not what it is, is it? No, you're, you're just a big well, guy. I hope not. No, of course yeah, it's yeah, not. I mean, John, Johnny no. Thickset. No. Johnny Thickset is, a, is my new DJ name. It sounds like it does sound like an oh, EDM, an EDM, go, an EDM DJ. Yeah, did you go Glasgow? Did you see Fred again? No, no, I saw uh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Thickset. It's fucking unbelievable. Johnny Thickset. You've got to change your you got to change your Twitter bio to Johnny Thickset. That is. It beautiful. is really good. It is beautiful. I do quite like that. Yeah, yeah thick, Johnny Thickset is actually quite a sick name. Um, T. Uh, and if it's report. You okay? No, fairly boring on my end. It's a normal Monday morning at work. Not very busy, hence why I'm here. Oh, if good. my boss sees this, I was, I was only joking. I'm, I actually am busy, but you're not is, is your boss a, a listener of ours? Um, no, um, he supports Arsenal, so it's oh, unlikely. All right, like, but he's a, he, he's a passive gooner, so he doesn't really talk football. Oh, he's one of them ones. That's fine. They're the ones you can kind of tolerate. It's the ones that yeah. I've, I, I, like, you barely know, and they're, they're into you, and you're like, what are you doing? can't stand them. Yeah, they're sending you um, Alhan that wireless. Then what do you think yeah. of Tottenham? Oh my God, look what you said about you. Like, I, got, yeah, massive, I got that. Mate. I got that. A couple of... Did you get that? No. No, you didn't? Actually. No one sent you that video? No. Well, I, I did. I think they know not to now. I got it. I got it. Look, look at you. Look. And all I saw... So this is for people that don't know. Alhan is this fucking opinionated dickhead who people seem he's to like. Guy. I think he's an yeah, odd, he's odd guy. man. But yeah. people like him. It is what it is. It does gas works. Um, he uh, he was at uh, Wireless at the weekend and he done what Jack Wilshere did and said what do you think of Tottenham shit but it, which is, by the way is like honestly the cringiest thing you can do it's like it's not even it's like it doesn't wind us up at all what do you think of Tottenham shit what do you think of shit it's like something a eight year old kid made up and thought this is funny 
and they continue to do it. I'm sounding rattled now, and I'm not, I promise you. <laughs> um, but anyway, he was out, he, he did it, and the crowd shouted Tottenham, and there's been these things. All this says, boys, it's to me, is we have a all you all you can do is remind us that we haven't won anything in 20 years or whatever it might be but you lot are obsessed and I am here for it you should be obsessed you understand the rivalry but you're obsessed with us and there was a geezer what was it a Crystal Palace fan he tweeted the other day I really wish we were hated as much as Tottenham are it must feel amazing and it is amazing that's all you want it nourishes me oh man yeah it's just I'm fully engorged what do you think of Tottenham's like go on then go on Yes, we're still in your heads. We haven't won anything. We're obviously no, we're no threat to you, apparently. You're constantly obsessively singing about us. You've got Chelsea and Arsenal tonguing each other off. West Ham fans docking with Arsenal fans. And then there's uh, just little old Spurs just trying to get on with things and just constantly being mentioned. Like, who, who's the big club? Don't know. Don't know. Um, can I just have to do a quick thing? I'll ask a favour to everybody who, um, who listens to this and do a lovely thing. My sister-in-law... Uh, started a baking uh, cakes and bakes it's like uh you know birthday cakes and, and cupcakes and stuff like that um and she's really really good but she has no idea how to sort of grow her business she's in pinner in northwest london so i'm not asking you to buy cakes for her because she can't deliver she just started out but you go and have a look at her instagram and if you can give them a follow please it'd be great and she doesn't know i'm doing this so it'd be a really nice thing if her followers shut up she's got 200 followers at the moment you find jackie's cakes and bakes on instagram and there's a picture of uh, like pink sort of cake drizzled with glitter, and there's a picture of her in the middle. That's my brother's wife. If you go and if you go and give her a follow, Jack, Jackie's Cakes and Bakes. Um, and if her followers shoot up, she's gonna go, "What the hell's happening?" So it'd be lovely if like I don't know, a couple hundred you could do that. It'd be amazing. And then I'll tell her afterwards. Uh, if you happen to live in the northwest of London and do want a birthday cake, she will sort you out. Give her a message on there, and she'll uh, sort her out. But have a look at the cakes; they're incredible. Uh, right, boys, let's. Um, Let's start with the ticket prices because it does sort of feel like everyone's on board. Ange Postacoglu is here. He's bringing the good times back. He's starting to feel good a little bit. Levy out sort of is starting to sort of bubble away to some degree. It's never going to go away. But, but by and large, it felt like for the first time in ages, we were concentrating on what might be in the football season. Like we might be going, well, this could be good. This is feeling quite nice. And Daniel Levy's like, what was that? I mean, no, we're just, you know, we're quite like, we're all in on the Postacoglu thing and, you know, we're trying to sign these young, exciting centre-backs and, sorry, did you, were you not happy for a second? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> Here's some fucking ticket prices rises. This is what we want you to pay. We want you to pay £103 when Arsenal come to play. And do you know why we're paying our, uh, you, you've got to pay £103 for the Arsenal game? It's because you lot make that special. Because you lot make that game, that's the one you like the most, we're going to charge you £103 to go in there. Um, we've got a question here from Ahmed. It says, why, do, why, do, uh, why does the club have to take a step back uh, and then try to make one, one step forward? Why does the club have to take a step back when they try to make one step forward? Finally, a bit of stability and a bloke who wants to be here and they add up £16 a seat for a cat game and make Newcastle part of that group. This piles on the pressure on Ange in a rebuild season and Jack follows it up with uh, the 20% interest Increase in ticket prices for the new, next season. Has Daniel Levy ensured that the fan base are on his back straight away? But it's essentially undone. The good feeling is done that Andrew and the new signings have, have, have achieved. Also, will we ever get Zeus on the podcast? Um, boys, what? What? You, what T, you're, you're, you love a bit of ticket information. What, what, what do you make of the, do, uh, yes. the whole this situation? How do you feel as a season ticket holder? It doesn't. The the concern I've got from a season ticket holder point of view is that um, if I sold every ticket at face value, I'd make a profit on my on my season ticket. So the fear I've got from a selfish point of view is that next season my prices are going to shoot up as well. So I mean, it sucks. I mean, the club have um, put out a statement saying it's in line of um, other London clubs, and um, it's I mean, it sucks. They said that they're frozen it for for so long, but I think the general feeling is that we're not short of a bob or two. We we um, we exhaust every financial um, avenue, whether it be with concerts or go karting or the NFL. Every and every avenue we exhaust. I don't see why that's being passed on to to loyal fans. And um, it's 
It's not great, but um, sadly, I don't think any of us guys are surprised. Um, I'm a little bit surprised, although not shocked. I'm a little yeah. bit surprised that he hasn't read the room and thought, actually, I can give myself a little bit of space here. I've got a little bit of room to breathe because the attention of the supporters, as I said, are kind of on the transfer market, but as well as on looking forward to what happens next season. And he's really just, as, as Jack and Ahmed have said, just sort of feels like he's piled the pressure on that doesn't need to be there. There was a release in this pressure and he's just gone, no, let's fill that back up again. Uh, or, and, and which is becoming abundantly clear, he literally does not give a fuck. <laughs> he couldn't give us two shits about pressure, about the mood he's created. It's simply, in this instance, what's the best financial move for us to make? Look at what Fulham's doing. They're charging 3000 for a ticket. Our offering is better than Fulham. Surely we should be able to increase our ticket prices. They must have been rubbing their hands when Fulham came out with that, that £3,000 price point for his season ticket. Rubbing their hands going, yes, here's our excuse. This is what we need to do. Ignoring the fact that people, for, for the first time in you know, 15 years, are, are, seeing, uh, the, the, are seeing genuine difficulty in, in living. And that isn't, that's not really poor people. That's a broad spectrum in society, many of which will be going to Tottenham Hotspur. And soon we'll be having to look at in, um, mortgage in, increase prices that, to the tune of a season ticket. And, and, and for them to go, naturally you can pick one or two, or we're sure you can afford both, or there are people waiting in the wings... It's just not surprising, as he says, but disappointing again. John Boy. Yeah, it just, um, it reminds me of like, do you ever have like a kid in your class or in one of your classes at school who was just like a loose cannon and at any minute would just do something mental? But some days they'd have a really good day where they'd come in and you could see like Miss was like looking at them thinking, is this going to be a day when they, they go mental or is this going to be a day when they well behave? It wasn't. It wasn't me. Right? Right. I was much more of a wind, trying to wind them up so they would go mental, so we could get out. Of class early. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had this one kid in my class, and he was massive. And some days he would, he'd just come in, and he'd be like, "Hi, Miss," really polite, sit down, and he'd have his like tie on straight, and he'd sit down and he'd get his book out, and he'd start doing his work. And you could see there was always a moment that that the teacher just get to a point where they'd relax and they go oh thank god it's going to be a good day and it is exactly at that moment where he just pull out his fucking ruler and just wrap it around someone's head next to him <laughs> and just fucking smash their eye out or something that's what daniel levy's done he's just waiting until everyone's gone oh, actually we've turned mm. a bit of a corner here like this is going quite well is it oh no wait bang ticket prices fuck off I've yeah eaten some of that and it's just um to ahmed's question like it is frustrating like it does it does seem like every time they build a bit of goodwill, they just go out of their way to fucking smash it to bits with a ruler to the eye. It just is so, it's so badly advised considering like Donna Cullen's background supposedly is like PR guru. Our yeah. PR is fucking dreadful. Yeah. So I do find that quite shocking um, that there aren't just like more you know clever ways to to address the, this stuff. And then just um, about the kind of the way that they've handled it or the justification sorry for handling it is through the lens of well you know this is in line with other clubs in london other clubs in london don't have beyonce concerts for a, for two weeks and generate that amount of revenue other clubs in london don't have WizKid and all these other shows making mega mega money that could offset some of this cost right they ha they essentially their justification is well we have to because you know if you look at fulham's ground there is there's nothing else there right they can only have the football there and the same with pretty much all of our rivals in London. They they don't have the capacity to generate revenue outside of like football revenue. So to a certain extent, and whilst it's it's not pretty to look at, you can see some justification in that. But anyone that's looking at it from like the outside can just go, well, hang on a minute, look at all the revenue generating from everything else other than season tickets. Do you really need to increase prices for um, match day fans going for tickets? I just, I just think it's, it's just such a nominal it's appalling. It's, it's appalling. Yeah. It, it, it's such a the, the cost raised in in or the amount raised, the revenue increased by this ticket price increase compared to the damage it's done. It can't be comparable. It can it, the, the no. damage is so much more significant compared to the amount of revenue being brought in elsewhere. Like I've just mentioned this a lot about the um, the top ten, actually top was it top twenty five richest sports franchises of teams in the world and I've mentioned this a few times but it's, a, it's a, according to Forbes magazine Dallas Cowboys are far and away biggest uh, sports franchise in the world 1.1 billion pounds New England Patriots they're about 623 million 
Joe next. Tottenham Hotspur. Third Jeez. in the world. More than Real Madrid, Manchester City, more than Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal don't even appear in the top five, top 25. So for them to now, and, and this is me celebrating the great work that Daniel Levy has done to generate this revenue, because it's only relevant to us as fans if we start spending money on the pitch, because we have this amazing revenue uh, structure or amazing revenue generated each year, each three years rather, that's over three years. That, that we should be able to spend on the pitch. It's only person if that is if that is what's happening, but it ain't happening. And what we've got this time is, do you know what we want a little bit more? This this isn't enough. And I'm starting to it's genuine I don't I find myself everything I'm saying now, it feels like oh I'm you know about to attack Levy again. But he keeps doing fucking stupid what's not <laughs> he keeps doing stuff that I can't ignore. None of us can. He keeps punching himself in the face like it's fire club. And, um, but he's punching us in the face, worse. T. He's not punching himself. He's punching us in the face. That and is then, true. And then going, well, what, what, look at what, what you was before. Look at what you... Do you remember when I found you? You were nothing. You had holes in your, in your shorts. Your cock was hanging out. Now look at you. You're fully grown. You're, you're, in, an, you're in a Balenciaga suit. And, and, and that, but now I'm going to give you a couple of punches in the face because of that. It's like fucking... I don't know, man. Sorry, T, what was you saying? They didn't even announce it. They just kind of snuck it in. I think, um, I can't remember what happened on that day, but something else was announced that was fairly big. And um, and they just kind of snuck it on the website that, yeah, these are, these are your new ticket prizes. Like, what? Not even an official announcement. And then um, the explanations just make it even worse. It just feels like they're, they're making money hand over fist. And um, I mean, I don't know, I mean... Logically, you should listen to all ITK um, and the Van de Ven stuff. Oh, we don't want to overspend on them. But then we're getting charged 100 quid to watch Newcastle. It does it does wind people up. I mean, um, I guess the logical thing would be just don't, don't listen to the internet. But it's hard. It's fucking hard. It's just coming out of my fucking ears. All this, all, like Every step of um, every single transfer is just jizzed in our faces. Hour after hour on the internet. You know, um, you've got Fabrizio Romano saying... Um, Man, Manuel Solomon is nearly done. Two days later, nearly done. Another day, nearly done. Another ITK. Yeah, there's there's a bit of a hitch in the deal, and then we're like, I, I generally don't care about this stuff. You know, you have to. I you, don't. I, I don't either. But I feel like I've been made to. I want. I don't want to care. But we every group we're in, we're sharing t- transfer stories constantly. Like that, the the the, the TA the fighting cock group. Like people are all constantly send, selling it news in. So even if you're avoiding Twitter, you can't avoid WhatsApp groups. So if you don't go on WhatsApp groups, you're literally not talking to your friends. You're not having social relationships. So in order to avoid transfer tittle-tattle, you've just got to keep away from your phone and just hang around with your wife, which is fine. It's good. Which is, which is also good. <laughs> um, I, just I, just, quickly. I, just, I just get shouted at for not finding stuff. You know? I keep asking the missus, you know, where is this, where is this? I go, how the fuck do I know? And I'm like, I'm just asking. Oh, oh, you're talking about the old men can't find things that women, you expect the wife. But the thing is, they typically do know where things are. And yeah, I, they're exactly. already good at finding stuff. They are good. And even experience. if you just ask, you get, you get ripped. So, hey, and so, it's either Tottenham transfers or getting shouted at. Sometimes I'm looking in the fridge, right? And I know it's in there, whatever I need. Maybe it might be mustard, right? I know it's in there. And I know my wife knows it's in there. She knows exactly where it is. And I'm looking in this fridge. And the more I can't find it, the more panicked I become. That I'm never going to be able to find this mustard. And I have to come to a point where I have to say, Ollie, can you, um, do you know where the mustard is? And she hear her, which is like the 50th time she's heard it this week. And she comes in and finds it straight away. And it was all the time, it was staring at me right in the face. But what was happening in my brain was this mental turmoil, this fight with myself. Don't be a dickhead. Just do a simple thing like find the mustard out the fridge. Just, I don't know, men's brains just don't work like that. I don't know what it is. I couldn't tell you. Um, just quickly, to go back on this, like, the ticket pricing thing. I think like this is a broader symptom of like the way that football's gone, which is like a business. Because there's a there's some good similarities between what's happening with like the energy companies, right? Like energy companies are like, oh, there's a cost of living crisis because the energy companies are putting their prices up. And so, as the general public, we're all going, oh, okay. So I assume they're also making no money. Oh no, they're making record profits, and their shareholders are absolutely delighted about it. Yeah. Okay, so they don't need to put the prices up then. They're doing it to make more money because that's what their shareholders want and what the business wants. 
And us as the public get nothing more. We get nothing different for that. It's not like we're going, fucking hell, this energy just feels extra great today. Wow, the heating in my house just feels like I'm in Barbados and they've installed a fucking swimming pool in my back garden for, for the cost of it. You get nothing different. You're just getting your energy the same as you were getting before, but now you're paying more money for it. The way that football's gone is that it's become a business and that it's all, all that matters is the valuation. So we are, as the fans or as customers now, we get nothing more for the money we pay. The money just keeps going up and up and up and they just make more and more and more profit and there's nothing we can do about it. And unlike energy companies, to a certain extent where you can switch, even though that's become a bit of a monopoly, but it's a conversation for another day, you can switch. You can't switch. You yeah, can never leave. So you're emotionally invested in this company that you're going to have to continually pay more and more money in year on year to stay active and involved in. And they make more and more money and they rub it in your fucking face. We know how much money they've got. You just read the list. They're third on the list. And what are we getting more than we had 10 years ago on the pitch? Nothing. Nothing. And so, even in Europe. Yeah, it's a disgrace. Like, it's disgraceful. And the fact they're getting away with it is because they are getting away with it, right? Like us talking about it and people complaining. It may, maybe there'll be, and hopefully there will be, 10 more people at protests. But fundamentally, exactly the same in the country. Energy prices have gone up. These companies declare billions of pounds. There's not riots in the streets. We all know it's happening. Like. <laughs> We've we've entered this is getting like a proper political right now. We've well, entered into a stage of just apathy from the entire world. No one cares about anything enough anymore. We just yeah. don't because we're comfortable enough. Like right, we all get to watch Spurs on Sky and it's like nice coverage and we're all generally speaking okay. Like the vast majority of people, I know, people way worse off than us. Mm. But it is like apathy. I, I, I'm not outside the. I'm, I'm just as bad as anyone. I'm probably worse than anyone. I'm not outside the stadium kicking off about it. But we well, should be. This is disgraceful. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this is it's a great point. And this is people are saying like, why, why aren't you backing Levy out? And why aren't you, you know, partner protests? And why don't you, you know, you, you, why aren't you strong arming this agenda? And it's fundamentally is I just can't. Like you're right, the apathy is is strong. It's set in, and we've yeah, gone in, through this massive political turmoil over the past four or five years, where you've had to care about so much that it feels like football's sort of it's fatigue. Yeah, it's fatigue. There's a fatigue. You know, it's fucking like after the pandemic and stuff. You're like, why well, is that? Like, is this that important? And it is clearly is because you know people are outraged by it, and and football is a massive part of it, and and, and Tottenham are a massive part of all our lives and our relationships. Even us on the pod is the main thing between us all is Spurs, and if Spurs went away, our relationship would be affected. So it is significant. It's just like you're right. It's just the apathy, and especially because in London there isn't this rebellious nature in London. Yeah, it's a melting pot of many different ideas and people and cultures and, and, and what makes London what it is is different from what Liverpool is what their background and what that city has gone through and how they feel affected by the other, other part of the country and specifically London where they're brought up with that rebellious attitude people look at the, what's happening in France not rebellious it's the wrong word but you know they feel separated from the, from, from the rest of the country and they behave in that way um, in in France, they're rebelling against, you know, fighting on the streets, and people look at look at that sometimes and go, "Well, why aren't why aren't we fighting on the streets? Why aren't we? Because yeah. it's not built that way in this country." So, like if, if Russia invaded England, it'd be very different from what. Actually, forget it. Fuck this. This is stupid. It's not stupid. But it's <laughs> I'm, just, like, you, I'm like, where are you going with this? <laughs> I don't this know. This first oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. I wouldn't mention that's that cloud. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real escalation from ticket prices for Newcastle at home. To oh, quid. We've been invaded by Russia. How would we get on? <laughs> Yeah, all this right. is all you your fault, Levy. God's sake! <laughs> and this is how it started. You get an Adam Curtis documentary in thirty years' time, going, and it was the day Daniel Levy, but the price is up to hundred pounds. That started a chain reaction, but then to the Third World War and fighting cock were on the front line of the, of the conversation. Um, It'd just be B-roll footage of this podcast in the background while he's talking about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Daniel Levy, well done, mate. Once again, brilliant work. Um, yeah, this was the this was the club spokesman said our ticket prices are comparable to other London clubs with a wide range of price points available for fans to choose from. We are fully aware of the current cost of living, and as such, are one of the only three Premier League clubs to free season pre, uh, season ticket prices for the coming season. The, the other issue before we move on is why why is it? Oh no, everyone else is so we can. Why not come out and go? No, this is outrageous. 
this is look, we, we're generating revenue elsewhere. We don't have to saddle our clubs with an, uh, our fans with an additional price, with this additional price point. We don't have to do this, so we shouldn't because it's not the right thing to do. Let's, let's freeze ticket prices. This how about reduce them by five percent? Anything to Maybe. show that you give a shit about the people that follow your football club. And the reality is, fundamentally, they don't because the match they go and fan means less to them than it, than it ever has ever. And actually, looking at um, and, and, I'm, and I'm and I'm sure, you know, I understand from the club's perspective. You know, fans throughout throughout the throughout the globe contribute financially to the club through eyes and obviously watching TV programs through the syndication of the Premier League and all that sort of stuff. But this, they because of this global audience, they didn't have to do this to match their going fans. They could have said, actually, no, let's share this. Let's make sure that the, that the that the the mood is still good going into the club. Now you you're thinking less of our entire football club because of this decision, which generates next to nothing compared to all the other revenue we make. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, all right, I'm not just, um, Sorry, just super quick. I just want to make a prediction here. The, the whole uh, freezing of the season ticket thing is a complete, like, just word salad to confuse people. We have the most, or we had the most expensive season ticket in Europe, right? So what we've done is we've just put our prices up. We've frozen them, quote unquote, frozen them until everyone else gets to the same point, and then we'll put ours up. Yeah, there's my prediction. We we're only yeah. freezing them because ours are the most expensive. Everyone else will eventually catch up, and then we'll go. All right, well, we need to move in line because we have more cost. Blah 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 blah. So even that is a nonsense. They haven't frozen a thing. We have the most. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's expensive prices. So All of this would be fine. If we're being aggressive and if we're winning everything, <laughs> if we're winning things, or we even have a hope of getting into the top four next season, and we're buying mm. players that are going to make a difference, and we're not waiting, negotiating, and trying to be clever in the transfer market, instead of being ambitious and buying the players that we need to be hopeful as a fan base, all of that would be all of this. We kind of think, oh, well, get on board with the ticket prices, and you know, because if, if the club was acting in an ambitious manner, again, as ever. Anyway. Um, Tottenham rejects 70... Ahmed. Yeah, nice one, Ahmed, dickhead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> rattled us all at 10am on a Sunday for Monday morning. Can you believe it? Uh, Tottenham rejects £70 million bid for Bayern Munich from Bayern Munich for Harry Kane. ITK say we want £130 million. That's the price Daniel Levy will accept. Um, to me, T, that just says that we're not willing to sell him one hundred and fifty thirty million pounds. You could it'd be difficult to turn down. I'd appreciate that. Seventy million pounds. What are they thinking, Bayern Munich? We're, we're, we're saying it's not for sale. If that is the price point, right? Yeah, it does look like we're not willing to sell, and um, you know, he's at least got two or three seasons left at his um, other's peak, I'd say. And you got Victor Osherman, who's only really had one or two breakout seasons. Kane's been doing it for the last eight nine years consistently so it's a silly amount of money to to offer for him but again i just feel very very apathetic about it now and like um he's clearly not going to come out and say he doesn't want to leave he's not going to come out and say this is all bollocks he's just going to string us up. i mean it's not even kane's fault that he's people offering money for him but um it doesn't appear to me that he's going to sign a new contract for another year or two with release clauses in there so we're going to be saddled with this until the end of the transfer window, and um, it will just um, upset the team chemistry. And it's just, um, I think I'm pretty bored of it now. Just, um, yeah, yeah. I'm almost at a point where I just accept everything and just fuck it off, just to 
just to get myself on a plate, you know? Nah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I want it. I want it. I'd rather have deal with this than and Harry Kane than not deal with it and not have him. <laughs> I've just had enough. Yeah, fair play. Well, there was, this has come off the back of this tweet from Florian Plessenberg, who, who is like a Bayern Munich Sky News Bayern Munich correspondent, if I understand correctly. So his job is to generate clicks from these stories. Like his, his job literally depends on this. When Harry Kane, he's now going to dine out on this Harry Kane story in order to generate and justify his position on, you know, what Sky Sports or wherever else he is. He's, his quote says, um, he understands FC Bayern has submitted the second offer now with an exclamation mark. Uh, new offer, 80 million euros plus add-ons. First offer was 70 million plus add-ons that we didn't know, which rejected. Uh, Harry Kane, he definitely wants to join FC Bayern now, according to Florin Plettenberg. Um, this is the same sort of press that says Tottenham want Bayern Munich to bleed from Harry Kane. <laughs> this is these, that was a direct quote from one of their journalists. Um, the problem I think FC Bayern have is that they think they're dealing with Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, and as, as we found out, Daniel Levy will happily fuck his own fans for for you know 0.3 percent of their revenue of the club's revenue. He's not going to allow Bayern Munich or anybody. To, to bully bully him into selling Harry Kane what do you make of the whole situation we don't we won't go into this for any length John but what, what's your take on it all now yeah I, I'm sort of with T in the sense of like it is going to be a saga that will rumble on and that is a concern but I'm also just like the number's just insulting it's insulting to Kane's ability and it's insulting to us as a club and the reason I'm like feel confident in saying that is just the prices that are being quoted for other players that have one year left on their deal and the comparisons, and I get there's an age difference with Kane, but we're not talking about the 90s where, like, being 29 is like, oh, God, he's got a year left. He'll play for another, like, look at Benzema. He'll play for another six years at the yeah. top level. Easily, Kane. Mm. So you're getting, like, if you spend 100, 110, 120 million on him, that's fine because he's going to score 30, 40 goals. In the Bundesliga, he's going to score 40 goals a season. And if they're, if he goes there, in within four years, they'd win the Champions League because he's that good. So... If they don't want to pay the money, just like just do one. I don't understand why we're having the conversation with them when it's at this level. It's it's embarrassing. If I was Kane, part of me would be going, yeah, good, I want to go to Bayern. And then seeing a 60 million euro offer coming through, I'd be like, wow, they do not rate me at all. Um, that is insulting. It was in, I saw this interesting thing the other day about you know a player's worth. A player's worth is what a club is willing to pay. So you, you think like Arsenal spending £105 million on Declan Rice, obviously overpaying. But if he's worth that to Arsenal to fix the problems that they have in their squad to achieve what they hope to achieve, then he is worth that to them. It doesn't matter how, how we as fans value that transfer. <clears throat> so, and, and, and Bayern Munich are saying, well, no, this is what he's worth to us, £80 million, which isn't enough. £80 million, Euros, sorry. So £70, 70 million. Pounds. That isn't, that's what he, they value Kane at. So not enough to fix their problems. Not enough to, to, to um, you know, they, they won't go above and beyond what's needed to happen in order to get him in. They're, they're saying, no, we want to undercut. We want to get this for good value here. So, yeah, there's absolutely no chance. Absolutely zero chance. They're banking yeah, on the, this whole... The, sorry, sorry, I was going to say, it's, it's both though, right? It's like the worth to the club that want to pay him and what they're prepared to pay, but also... That number has to sort of exceed what they're worth to the club who have the player currently, of course. right? Because to us, sixty million is not enough. Like it's just not worth selling him for that amount of money. That's for Charleston. So, yeah, exactly. Like it has to get to a point where it's like, well, we want to pay this because that's what we need. So, in Rice's case, it's like, well, they need that, that player, so they've spent the money. But fundamentally, if they were like, well, we need the player, but we've only got sixty, well, Sam wouldn't have sold him because yeah, he's worth more to them to keep him. So it's the same thing with Kane. So there, there is a number. Like, if they did offer 100 million, I'd be a bit more like, okay, well, maybe this is a point where actually that starts to become worth it for us. But at these levels, I'm like, it just isn't worth it. Like, we're not going to be able to rep replace, not even like for like, like another striker, but like just even getting other players. It just doesn't, this summer just doesn't make sense for us at that level. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, at what point did, did, does it become useful to us? And, and I don't think there is. I don't think there's a summer money that we, we can get for Kane that actually fixes the problem. You know, when Kane leaves, eighty million pound does nothing for us. And this is what Bayern Munich are going. They want to make us bleed, but we don't care about that. Your issue, your problems are not ours. 
Look what you look. Look at what hole you're leaving in our squad. That's what you have to compensate us for, and you're gonna to have to pay. If if Harry Kane is worth 140 million euros to us right now, is he worth that to you? If not, then you're not having him. Yeah. Um. So, so what what seemed so close is now so far. Uh, Van der Ven, I thought he'd signed by all accounts. You know, it was, it was happening. Apparently, we haven't even bid for him. Uh, Wolfsburg has said they've received no formal offer from any club for Van der Ven. Uh, they're trying with all their might to keep him since he's in contract to 2027. They expect a minimum of 40 million euros and for him to be loaned back to the club next season if sold. That's no good. That's the thing. Is that There's one thing about not spending the money or making it happen. If they're insisting on a loan back, that doesn't solve our problem at all. That that's that you know, that's no good, is it? Like we we, we need players that are ready now. There's no point at this moment looking to the future if we don't have a f- defense suitable for the for the start of the season. So if that is the case, if they're saying we want him loaned back, then we might as well it's a non-starter, right? Or unless we pay for it and then we will give them the money next year, like like we did with um, like you'd assume we did with Adoji or whatever it might be. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you made a point earlier on about um, what the club want to achieve and what the player will do to help us achieve that. At the moment, our our defence is, is a glaring weakness. Um, there's no positive moves in removing the players that we want gone, i.e., Dyer and Sanchez, and we're kind of quibbling over money for Van der Ven. Um, I guess the only positive out of this is that it would appear that. Um, the tap sober might be. We might just put all our eggs in that basket and get the Fulham bloke to boost our homegrown numbers. But again, it's a case of um, you know, do we believe every step of ITK, or is it just a perfectly reasonable explanation whereby we've sounded him out, sounded out his team, but not contacted the club? I mean, it feels like um, that's what Munich have done with Harry Kane. I mean, they've sounded him out and his team, and his team are probably keen for him to go to Munich. Probably the same event, event to go to Tottenham, but they're not broken to the club it just just feels like a mess and we're going on tour in the next four days and we've not it doesn't seem like we're going to have a new centre-half for that tour which is frustrating yeah, yeah I am um, I, I find it really frustrating that um, the club know that we're trying to make this massive change in terms of direction on the pitch right like it's going to be massive going from low block and counter style we've had like successive coaches playing that way We've got a turnover of new players coming in and we're going to completely change our approach. That they're going to drag transfers out longer than they have to to save a little bit of cash when actually the value of getting deals done as quickly as possible is much higher for us because the chances of them integrating with the squad and learning this new system and playing together with their teammates is so much more important than the money. And it's exactly the same thing again that we're looking at what makes sense from us from a financial point of view and sacrificing what takes place on the pitch. You can't tell me we can't afford 40 million euros. Like we, we, we could spend 300 million this window and still not break FFP, get nowhere near breaking our FFP. But what are we doing? I don't understand what we're doing. We are again sacrificing our chances of success on the pitch when for, for some financial reasons of like trying to drag this out because oh no they'll come back to us at the end of the window and we'll be able to get in for a lot we might save five million what's the point if they or don't make, get in or make, and we lose thing, our first three games it's a waste of money this is the thing John right is we we're having this conversation like we know and all we've got to go by is these fucking news stories that keep coming out that are changing day by day and you're like, well, we've got a relationship. Actually, maybe it is Daniel Levy. Or maybe the player just, you know, they, they want him to loan back. And that's why we can't sign him. And maybe that isn't true either. And maybe what, what Romario said was nearly here we go a week ago. Maybe that's uh, relevant now. It's just, you can't not listen to this stuff. But when you're doing stuff like recording a podcast, you've got, you've got to react to it. So within like three news stories, we're in a position now where everything's a bit shit. And it's like, the ticket price has gone up, but I feel a bit shit. And then we come into this podcast in a different mindset than we unless than we could have done at the end of last week, which is we were having a great time. It was a really positive fucking pub. Yeah, the yeah, ITK sorry. stuff. Oh, sorry, it's going to. Okay. I was going to say, you know, we, we had Madison. That was massively feel yeah. good. You know, the way he's um, even even the, even since he's joined us, you know, all the stuff he's saying about the club, really raring to go. Um, you know, we it looked like we were going to get Arnie Slot. Forgot the guy existed till till a couple of days ago, but I remembered him. 
and then that that fell apart and then angie comes in and we're all happy again it just feels like a massive roller coaster and um the logical thing as you said flav is to throw the phone in the bin spend time with your loved ones and not listen to any of it but it's it's hard not to because we're in an age where there's information you know, we have to, have to record a podcast. I can't come, I can't come in here saying, um, who's Van Dillon? I've never heard of him. He's not in the papers. He's not holding up the shirt. Why am I talking about him for? Yeah. You're going to be, what the fuck, T? You come on a podcast knowing nothing. I have to, I have to absorb these things. It's just... Wait, I know. I know, but it's just like, it's so, so you kind of got to absorb it. But how do you, how do you sort of, and this is something that everybody, all Spurs fans, fans of any club are, um, are going through that they're completely dictated by these, these the, the news that's coming out. How you feel about your club is dictated by the, the stories that you read. So, I don't know what yeah. the answer is. But the Van der Ven stuff is obviously we clearly don't, did not know, have, do not know exactly what's going on. But it... My, yeah, go on. my major issue, boys, like, is let's... I agree, the ITK stuff is, is, is mental. The amount of... So, basically... They're really close with both these players. Then the next day, it's like, right, we might just get one of these players and then come back for the... And then the next week's like, no, it's the other one we're going to go for, actually. It's like, no one knows. We, all we know is we're interested in those players. That's it. We don't know where the deal's at, what the the way it's like summed up. So from now on, I'm going to try to be like, cool, we're li- we, we are interested in that player. And then I'm, I'll happily talk about whether I think that would be a good sign and all the rest of it. But I'm not going to get excited about us potentially signing them until they're signed because it's just... It's just madness. But the one thing that we can we can say is, at the end of last season, what was the one position all of us, every single member of this podcast said, should be our priority signing? What was the one position? Centre-back. Defence. Centre-back. How many centre-backs have we signed this, this year? None, none yet. Right, not a single one. So what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Should have been day one. Um, how much do you want for for, um, for Tapsoba? 40 million euros. Right, there's 42. Can we get it done today? But well, we yes. are talking. Bang, bang. No, it's done. It's not that. What are we doing? It's, sim- it's not that simple, though, is it? It's something. Sometimes. Yes. Things- what do you want for him? What do you want for him? Fifty million. Right. There's 50. Can we get it done today? Yes. Right. See you later. What are we doing? We need that player. We need him. We need two. We do. Van we- de Ven. How much do you want? Forty million. There's forty million. Let's get it done. Oh, we want to loan him back now. Fifty million in no loan. Oh, you can have Sanchez and forty. What do you want? I'll get these deals done in a week, boys. What are we doing? What are we doing? You got loads of money, and you got players to ship out, and you know how much, know the players you need. It's the easiest job in the world. Well, look, honestly, look, I, you do you do have to look at what what they did at Arsenal, where it was like Rice. Well, no, eight million pounds. No, that's no good. Okay, well, ninety. No, no, it's no good. One hundred and five. That'll do. Yeah, that's fine. They got it done. In like two weeks. Like what's what's going on? Okay. I don't understand. They went, we want that player. Bid one. It rejected. Okay. A couple of days later, bid two, bid three. Until they got it. And then just went, right, done. Like I don't understand what we and that's a hundred million pound deal. That's a massive deal. We're talking about forty million euros and we can't get it done. What are we doing? What are we doing? Only, I don't understand it. The the only alternative I can say to that, I don't think Van der Ven is worth I think we, we gave a, we gave him an amount of money. I mean, we're not spoken with the club, but from my understanding is that we said 30-odd million euros is what he's worth, and it, everyone seemed on board of that until yesterday's announcement. So, I don't know. I mean, if you, um, look, you look at his we, stats, we went, he's not, statistically not, you know, he's less of a defender. In, look, if you look at, look at his stats and passes completed, yeah, yeah. Jerry, or defensive duels, aerials, all that kind of stuff, he's comparable to Romero, which isn't bad. 40 million, everyone over Romero's good. Tapsoba's like, He's insane. His stats are insane. He's the player. And he's the leader. And he's, and he's quality, right? We need them both. Yeah. Just fucking get them both. I'm sick of it. Get them both. <laughs> get them both. Got loads of money. What's it? Got, got loads, loads of money. money. <laughs> we got loads just... of money. We've got loads of players to sell. Just get them in and sell the players. It's not that hard. Just want them both. Tell us what we want. All right, we'll forget the about frustration. The other frustration I've got, sorry to cut you, Flav, is that um, with the goalkeeper situation, we were going to get the guy from Brentford. It looked like everything was positive, and then we said no, walked away get another highly rated goalie and I thought bang this is what I want to see you know we've got if if choice one isn't going to happen boom move on to the next one and um, obviously we're getting second best blah 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 blah, but at least we're addressing the need for that player it feels like we've gone back it feels like we've gone backwards a bit I mean look you're probably going to release a podcast with a sign tap saber this will all be moot but Mm. uh, it's just frustrating oh well um Oh God, this feels like a super negative question, but let's... <laughs> Andy Dixon says, 
Is hope blinding us that possibility that Ange is just a poor man's Bielsa? <laughs> High energy attacking football, consistent pressing that shit don't really fly in the Premier League. And we could be in real trouble. Sorry for the buzzkill, but I'm worried. But it's been a, a pretty miserable podcast, Andy, so you kind of fit right in. Um, <coughs> Postacoglu has had success everywhere he's gone with his system. Everywhere he's gone. Bielsa absolutely hasn't. There's been some clubs that Bielsa hasn't managed to last a week in. To compare them purely because they both play attacking football, I think it's probably a little bit reductive. Um, I wouldn't... I wouldn't. I don't think he's a poor man's Bielsa. I think he's his own man with his own ideas. And actually, Andy, I mean, how bad has it been over the last three years? Mostly, like as long as exactly it's, what do you want? That's to go. What, what do you want then? That manager is somewhat. You want someone to come in who wants. It wants to be at Spurs with an attacking philosophy, and that's what we got. Let's not pick it apart right now. Like you might be right, Andy, but I don't want to live in a world where you're right right now because there's no proof of it. Let's just wait and see and be it be. Be hopeful. I'd rather us get. I'd rather um, he crash and burn of us trying to play good football than mm. than you know the, the, the past couple of years, which is like um, live on your knees or you know, die on your feet. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Yeah, you know, we go we go to Southampton and, you know, they're relegated now and we played as if they're, you know, some massive European giant. And I'd rather just just be positive. I mean, um obviously Postcrogu's not played in 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 league as, as competitive and as high quality as a Premier League, but I'm here to I mean I'm happy to find out and see how it see how it pans out. Um you know, I know we've been negative for the entire podcast, but I'm positive about him. Um the squad seemed to react well, the training videos look great. And um, you know, and if he gets a tune out of um and Dombele, that'd be great. If not, then we move them on. But Basuma seems like um he wants to make up for lost time. He had a very slow first season, and it feels like um Potokoglu is a guy to kind of unlock him. Yeah, to play well for Spurs. Indeed. Anything to add, um, John Yeah, my my understanding of like Bielsa is that his teams are basically unbelievable for the first season. And then their legs just go, and then it's like sort of all falls apart in quite a tragic way. That that isn't what happens to Postacoglu teams, as far as I'm aware. It's not like they just have this amazing season and then they all just disappear. It's like a way of playing that's sustainable, but it's just very front foot and attacking. So that'd be my first thing. Is like it's quite different. Um, to your point, even if it is just like that first season, when Leeds first came up, they were amazing to watch. It was brilliant. And I'm sure the fans really enjoyed that. And he also got them promoted playing like in a very similar way. So and they absolutely there were positives adore around him. They're in, they're in love with him still. Yeah. So, you know, there is an element of like, if that's what we get, just two seasons of absolute chaos and amazing football and we do something special, then I would, I would take that. But I don't think that's the case. I do think it is a more sustainable model and isn't as like gung-ho attacking as people think it is. Because when I've heard like sort of football tactics people talk about it they're like it's, it's more comparable to how Arsenal and City play I'm like isn't that what we want yeah. we just want to play a nice attacking front foot football yeah. so I think until we actually see what it looks like like maybe I'm wrong maybe it'll be like we'll line up and it'll just be a, like all 10 outfield players in a line just like charging <laughs> at the like maybe it'll be insane and we'll be like yes <laughs> exactly but um, <laughs> I don't think it will be I think he's a lot more like tactically astute and the fact that he He's been from other leagues that aren't as um, high quality as the Premier League. I get the concerns and like they're completely fair enough, but there are some like fundamental like football tactics and ideas and concepts that translate. And the better players you have, sort of make up for your experience in that gap. And he is he is still inheriting, let's say, a top six. Let's be honest, top six quality side and adding some additions to that. 
So I, I feel like we just have to give him we have to give him the benefit of the doubt and just see how it gets on. And to your point, Flav, I'd rather go out trying to play attacking football and it going like wrong than just persevering middle of the road defensive football and it being largely all right. Like I don't want that anymore. I'd rather us risk this and try something exciting and I'm just gonna go into it like really optimistic, like I always do. But this yeah. time the outcome, the potential upside is like attacking amazing football that's successful. And that's surely what everyone wants. I, I'm just going to look for every positive, even in a 4-0 mm. drubbing that we get like yeah. get absolutely pumped 4-0 and we go, yeah, but passing movement, you can see what's happening here. Let's stick with it, boys. It's, um, I, yeah, I, 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 I the, the, what, the, at, at moments of, of, of pure joy in the last few years, especially beating Arsenal as much as we did under Mourinho and, and Conte. But, I, d I wasn't happy. wasn't happy. It was like, you know, there was, you're in a relationship and there are some amazing nights of passionate sex that you'll remember for the rest of your life. But the, by and large, it was banal and boring. And, um, and I'm ready for some great sex every Saturday and every Wednesday. Well, no, not, I haven't got European football. That doesn't quite work. But at least, at least four good, good bits of sex every, every month. At least minimum. And people forget minimum. him as well in terms of about burnout and Bielsa and, and style of burnout. That we're not we haven't got any games to play this year. We've got about twenty games less and a squad that's way too big. So I don't think there will be any issue with burnout at all. And actually, the, our style of play with that fewer games that we have to play this year than we compared to last year could actually mean we're able to do this and not really worry about the burnout of certain players I did hear something funny on the on, when I was on listening to TalkSport I think it was Perry Groves obviously a big Arsenal fan he was going do you know what I'm not sure that um, I'm not sure that Postacoglu even wants Kane like, does he, is Kane going to fit in Postacoglu sorry the best number nine in the world is not going to fit in his system what are you on about you twat well maybe Tottenham want to sell what are you talking about Kane has reinvented his game more than Madonna has fucking reinvented herself in the fucking 1980s with the yeah. whole cone bar and like a virgin and blonde ambition Kane has reinvented his game shit loads man you can adapt to anything yeah, you can play up. for any manager and in any system shut, shut up Graves yeah, shut, shut up, up shut up shut, shut up your mouth you fucking prick uh, Robbie Hotspur <laughs> says what's the maximum amount of times you'd watch Posta Coglu and your dad perform the Eiffel Tower and your mum in order for us to do the domestic double in Angel's, Angel's first season, how many times is too much? <clears throat> I mean, oh, you'd get used to it. Your brain does amazing things. It's like, you know, people that are kind of tortured or in prison camps is they find or in prison for 40 years. They find their brain finds a way of surviving. I think if you watched it enough, it wouldn't feel anything anymore. So yeah. I'd say a hundred times. And that's only because it'd be boring by then. First, yeah, the first couple of times wouldn't be boring. I mean, it's not—it's not that you're into it, but it certainly wouldn't be boring. Boring wouldn't be yeah. disgusted. <laughs> I'd go down the route of like, I'd go down the route of like, well, yeah, eventually I'm going to become numb to it. But my mum's going to probably love it, I imagine, because Big <laughs> Ange is definitely laying down some serious pipe. So I'd be like, "What are you into, mum? Like, what are you saying? What's like? Yeah, are you happy? Are you up for this every day? It, like, if you want, that's cool with me. Like, I don't mind." Um, so yeah, I just, I just, whatever she's comfortable with, basically. Modern man. <laughs> well, then that doesn't get us the. What if she says, I suppose, yeah, but you're passing the buck there. Assume that she is well into it. Oh, every, 365 days <laughs> every day, Christmas Day, getting absolutely smashed. But think of the logistics of if you having to, Perry's chocolate orange. You having to go and watch it when you're just trying to live your life. But can oh, I, I can watch it online. I don't have to do I have to be there because that's really inconvenient. Yeah, it's a stream, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be stream. Otherwise, yeah, maybe the, the travel costs alone are an yeah. absolute nightmare well, in this the, economy. <laughs> and obviously, traveling across London, it's not like traveling across uh, yeah. anywhere else. It takes ages. Yeah, mate, it takes a fucking. You've got to leave work at five. You've got to head over to your mum's place for six. They're gonna. I mean, they've yeah. been, if they're doing it every night, three hundred and sixty-five days a year, every night, by the time sort of 112 comes about they're going to be mm. sick of doing this not sick of it but they're not going to be able to come quick it's not like the first yeah, time so they, they might take a 60 my dad's 72 it might take him fucking about three hours to come that's a good point <laughs> I didn't think about that and also it'd be a bit weird with work because ultimately I'd just if it is in person then I'd just basically be working at my mum so work would be like are you where are you today I'm like oh, I'm working for my mum's so like why are you there I'm like ah oh, strap yourself in for this one this is going to be <laughs> Every day. And what's the job says we're calling people back to the office? Yeah, I mean, we don't have an office, but I'll be like, uh, all right, well, 
can I? What, what time do I have to be in? Because I need to be here at home. There's a family emergency. They're like, oh my god, what's happened? I'm like, um, can't tell you. Ange Postecoglou. And they're like, who's that? I'm like, he's the uh, manager of Tottenham Hotspur. They're like, all right. I'm like, yeah, he's, him and my dad are shagging my mum, and I have to be here to see it because if I'm not here, then Spurs won't win a load of trophies, and I'm, that actually means quite a lot to me. Probably more than this job actually. So, like, look, can I just work from home? Yeah, just leave me alone. Leave me alone. Just accept what I said and just leave me alone. Yeah. I know this is mental for everyone, but please, like, just, this, it's worse for me. Trust me. Just let me let me get on with it. <laughs> and the thing is, is you can't, you're not allowed to look at your phone while it's happening. You have to absorb the entire event. But again, yeah. after about 60, 70 times, you're seeing the same thing again. And, yeah. uh, and it's like, your mind's just going to slip, isn't it? It's going to slip into daydreaming about various things. And what you're actually seeing in front of you doesn't really mean anything or matter anymore. It's like a clockwork orange with the eyes. And then, like, just keep your eyes on there. Someone's there with the drop, so you can't close your eyes. So you just have to stare at it. Mm. And then after, you know, then after that, anytime you go Spurs, you can have like flashbacks. <laughs> so you can't support the club anymore because you yeah. go there, and as soon as you see Poster Cockle on the big screen, you're like, oh, my <laughs> mum's getting filled in. You just <laughs> vomit on club. the bloke in front of you. Yeah. But every goal that's scored, you know, it's because you've watched your mum get um, yeah. Eiffel Towered by the two big men. Um, yeah. You, you and you'd want to tell people you'd say the reason why this is happening is because of me and they'd be like what are you on about Spurs are just really good this year no 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 no. I made a deal I made a good if I'd watch my mum get railed by my dad and Postacoglu every day for a year we'd win the double and they'd be going you're a fucking idiot get away from me they won't know the truth no one would know the truth yeah. no one would believe it no one would yeah. believe it and they wouldn't want to believe it they said well I know this, that can't be the reason why Spurs are good this season surely it might be something to do with the players and that no no, it's not. It's to do with this deal I made. Uh, Cobb says, oh, for fuck's sake, last one. Uh, would Flav get bummed by his missus wearing a strap-on cricket bat in order for England to win the Ashes? Absolutely. Strap-on cricket bat? Uh, absolutely. It wouldn't fit anyway, but... Yeah. England Which way was... round? Is it is it strapped to you, the wide end, and then the like handle is I'd coming up your ass? The handle, probably the handle. Yeah. yeah. Even that say, cause it... irreparable damage, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um... Was it Kookaburra? Yeah, be loving it. Yeah, Kookaburra is a is a it's a brand cricket. It's the only brand. cricket thing I know. Um, <laughs> I could do another brand. Don't uh, know any others. What um are you are you boys watching the cricket? Do you like cricket? No, I am aware of cricket, but I don't. I'm fairly indifferent. What what a win for the boys yesterday and the lads. Um, felt, felt a bit fortuitous. No, it was exactly what we deserved. So um, shut up, basically. <laughs> Uh, we should have won the first two anyway they're not even that good they're good they're good don't get me wrong they're good obviously they're good but fucking we've thrown it away anyway let, let's uh, another, another podcast and uh, and Skippy won the Euros so Seriously. it's great great that's weekend for England less, less important less important um, <laughs> it's all England isn't it it's all England. well it's the thing is win, like, win for England's a win for England mate cricket, cricket's about the, as gammon as you can go but mm. no one gets accused of being gammon for liking cricket as far as I can tell yeah, everyone goes in like Crusader. Oh, oh, like, oh, it's brilliant, brilliant. Oh, but no, lords, even cricket, even cricket fans hate lords. Like, they're, they're, it's almost like it's like like lords is the stuffiest place. Like, we shouldn't play any games at lords because it's 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 sort of actually. To be fair, given what happened, actually, no one cares about this today. No one cares about cricket. Some people, people like cricket. Well, I'm just saying, just no, the, the the atmosphere at Lords this week, uh, last week, was actually fantastic because of uh, what Kerry did, and he's fucking cheating. It's a problem with Aussies. And I know we've got a lot of Aussies listening to this because of Postacoglu and there's a lot of Spurs fans out there and they may not like this. But I tell you what, you lot can go fuck yourself for the next six weeks or so when the the ashes are on. You lot can go to hell. But when it's over, I forget. Like even Postacoglu mentioned cricket. I was like, you motherfucker. You shut your fucking big fat face. Um, I'll rate it. I'll rate it. Like he's doubled down. He's like, yeah, fuck you lot. Like, Go was. It'd be funny if he just like if 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 uh, Australia win the whole series, just like mugs off Kane. So you can fuck off to Munich, fucking pom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's been the fight podcast. Thank you much, John. Thank you much, Felonius. Thank you. And we'll be back at the end Thank of the week. All. Everybody wanna come and run it
find it funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mummy Fire in car, can we don't give a shit? Everybody knows flat baits and prick We can get a sticky in the mini sucking willy When you're getting grilly, yeah, you're gonna bang the milli Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.